So, so man, I think that, uh, I think entrepreneurship is the key goal for us all. I would say to my brother and his sister out there, man, you know, when you work in these career jobs, don't let the career feed you and you lose your way, you forget yourself. Mm. You know, let's think back to 2008, 2010, when people were jumping out of buildings because of the housing bubble. And my grandpa and my family, my mom, they always instilled in me, a man should always have two jobs. And so that's something that I always delve in and that, that resonated with me. And that's something that I'll continue to do forever. Hey, what's going on? It's your host, Tolu Oyemi, doing the most. Let's get to it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at T-O-L-U.O-W-O-Y-E-M. Hey, hey, now, hey, what's going on, my masterminders? Welcome to another episode of Mastermind Your Life. We got Derek Johnson in the house, man. Land developer, infrastructure engineer, nonprofit man. This is God's plan right here in the making, man. Derek, welcome to the show. Hey, I appreciate you, T, man. Shout out to you. A guy here doing his thing, man. Killing it, getting people's messages across the world and across the globe, man. Shout out to you. I appreciate it. It's an honor. Nah, man. Thank you for taking the time out this beautiful Sunday because we're going to get into it. Um, First of all, man, infrastructure engineer, bachelor's in electronic engineering, master's in Bitman. Woo. You got you like seven people in one nonprofit organization, land developer, man. So that's what first of all, you, you are educated, 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 because not only do you have the business uh, degree, you got infrastructure engineer, electronic engineering. But talk about your upbringing and kind of like what led you to say, you know what, like this education, I'm gonna make sure I, I double down, I triple down on it. Man, well, I'm from Monroe, Louisiana, and uh, I grew up in, in a hard South, you know? And so, uh, man, I managed to, uh, you know, grow up with my grandfather, Willie Johnson. Uh, and actually, man, you know, in our history, in the Johnson history, man, I actually used to watch my grandpa build his first home, man. He actually built his rental property right next to ours. Uh, but, you know, man, typical, you know, ghetto upbringing, man, we were poor, you know, uh, Margaret Johnson, you know, she did her best man, which was my mom. Uh, and uh, she tried to piece it together, you know? And uh, for me, man, a guy I had influential in my life, Robert Jane, was an electrician. And so uh, as I came through grade school, man, I managed to to pick up on it and I wanted to be an electronic engineer. And I also played sports. So I played sports and sports saved me from the streets. And so I didn't enter any games or anything like that. I mean, I fought and defended when I needed to. For the most part, man, keeping myself busy and entering school and being a best football player got me out the hood. Definitely, definitely. That's dope because it seems like you're on a mission, you know, right. to accomplish something. And it's interesting because nowadays we see the explosion of entrepreneurship you know, within our community in a lot of creative ways, you know, people are getting into the Airbnbs, into Shopify, into real estate, into coaching, yeah. consultations, you know, they're getting into even like some of the higher levels like venture capital. So when you, when you see this wide spectrum, do you, where do you see yourself in that um, arena? Like what, what is kind of like some of the visions that you have in terms of like what you want to achieve? So, so man, I think that, uh, I think entrepreneurship is the key goal for us all. I would say to my brother and his sister out there, man, you know, when you work in these career jobs, don't let the career feed you and you lose your way, you forget yourself. Mm. You know, let's think back to 2008, 2010, when people were jumping out of buildings because of the housing bubble. 
You understand? And I managed to gra graduate from Grambling State University in 2010 where there were no jobs. You know, so I'm graduated to a busted market, man, where the housing bubble had just blown up. You know, so I went back to grad school immediately, man. And so uh, what that taught me was that I want to always have another stream of income. And my grandpa and my family, my mom, they always instilled in me a man should always have two jobs. And so that's something that I always delve in and that, that resonated with me. And that's something that I'll continue to do forever. Definitely. So the your grandfather, Willie, and seeing him like develop land because it's interesting. I've I know very little about land developers. I'm not going to front like I know what it is, but how is that? Because a lot of people in our community, like we see Tony, the closers, you know, we're seeing DeAndre McDonald. We're seeing big business. You know, we're seeing, you know, Julian Gordon, this Doug, Doug Pete, this Lamont Woods, like as many like there's so many people like this coming out in, in the real estate arena. But how does the land developer fit into that whole uh, real estate niche? Like what did the land developer do and what's the benefits of being a land developer? All right, man. So uh, <clears throat> getting into real estate was like a challenge for us, me, Lamont, Jeremy Taylor, Emmanuel Baker. It was a challenge for us in the beginning. But uh, once we learned it, man, and we 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 took a a ground up approach, but you always got to be looking towards the sky. And when you talk about land development, land development is the NFL of real estate. And this is why we say it. When you, when you land develop and you buy that land and you create anything, whether it's commercial or residential, you control everything that happens to that piece of asset. And it's new. Your maintenance costs are down. Yeah, it takes a while to build it, but you won't have any maintenance. Your, your bottom line will go up. And we're talking about the residential side because that's what I'm at, so that's what I'm gonna speak to. And so I can sell it. I can lease the own it. You know, I can rent it. You can do so many things with it. Whereas if I'm in a cash flow situation, if I'm a cash flow investor, I kind of got to get it rehabbed in a hurry. I got to get it going in a hurry. I got to get it rented out in a hurry. You get what I'm saying? So not saying that you still can't do the same things, whether you flipping or whether you just investing. But when you begin to build the land, you dictate what happens to that land. Mm. Now I see what you're saying. So it's a slower process because you're literally the foundation, the the piping, the there you go, you got it, yeah. You know about it. Hey, stop playing like you don't know. You got it, man. <laughs> but that gives you more a fine-tuned aspect over control because you're doing everything literally piece by piece. Piece by piece, man. And see, once we really get into money. We really get into business. See, real people with real business acumen understand that you really don't own anything to control it. So I use the term controllership, not ownership. You know, because the first the first time that you don't pay your taxes, guess who's coming to get it? You know, and you can be paid off free and clear, but you always got a debt to pay. So we got to learn how to control it. And we just got to clean things up about us and deeper understanding. And so, yeah, that's all it is, man. But, you know, it's simple. Uh, I bought my blueprints off of eBay for $23. Wow. Uh, so so I bought the blueprint and uh, the blueprints came with the uh, electrical outlay. It tells you it's just like a Lego set and it tells you how much wood you need, uh, the harnesses, beams, everything, roofing, everything. And so uh, it also comes with a plumbing structure. And so it's going to give you all those diagrams. And yeah, man, I now, bought it. Say blueprint. Do you go on eBay and find the individual and say that this is the size 
this is the plot of land I have. These are the dimensions. And this is the idea that I have for it. I need you to put together a blueprint for me. Uh, not actually, man. You're going to win and you got to know what you're looking for. You can say uh, duplex, uh, single okay. family, and you can type in your own dimensions and it'll lay it out. Now, there are individual people on there. They, all they do is, I guess, I don't know if they, I don't know how that transaction works, but they're already there. So you go in just like a menu, you right click, you know, and then you see what you want. You see what fits your land. And you pick it, you buy it for like whatever extra amount of dollars, which is not that high. These guys are really reasonable. And so they, they sell them every other day you know but they range so the ones i'm building a single family two bedroom one bath so mine was nothing but like 25 dollars. but it included mm -hmm. everything it included what's called a build out list and everything wow so the, the other thing that's interesting is it's almost like molding clay because you you got to take this lump and like transform it into this structure so that means i'm thinking capital like you gotta have a lot more capital i gotta get the materials i gotta get these codes i gotta get these certain and then you gotta get like unless you're the expert yourself or you have a lot of these experts around you you gotta go get these trusted experts to say okay because uh when i'm you know jogging in the morning and exercising i'm going by different places i see like these you know machines with the cat and they're drilling the ground and i'm seeing all kinds of you know construction and vans pulling up and there's different people that i've noticed are specialized for different uh aspects so can you talk about that process and i guess with the team that you have with jt and lamont like they're able to fill in some of those aspects but could you could you talk about some of those developments all right so i'll start with team first uh Man, I want to be a multimillionaire. Those guys are already multimillionaires, and so and so so guys, right? So guys, you know, if you want to be a millionaire, what better way to put yourself around millionaires every day? So when you think about Jeremy Taylor, Lamont Woods, Emmanuel Baker, those guys are millionaires. They're my brain trust, and they're also the the simple line of people that I compare myself to. Healthy competition, right? And they they keep a standard with me, and so. I had the ideology to to go ahead and take the leap. There were already some guys in our community building. Shout out to those guys in our that are building. Those guys are doing a great job. I just wanted to become a part of it. So when you talk about my mindset, just was a little bit different. So let's talk about you said how do you build it? Well, OPM, other people's money, right? You know. So I got the bank involved, and so what I did, here's how I put the deal together. I bought my blueprints for twenty three bucks. I went out and I bought the land for five thousand dollars. Those blueprints on the land appraised for seventy-four thousand mm. dollars. It won't take me anything but about fifty-five, maybe sixty thousand to build it. So that's how I put it together. But I went and researched. I went and figured it out in the team. I had a team of guys in my row that we had already put together, and my uncle is is leading this. Uh, David Butler, master electrician as well, and we got a GC, a general contractor, to go out and also put a team together. We were able to bid, and so everything was built out when you take it to the bank, your subs, we call them. And so it's simple, it's just paying them, you know, never pay anyone in full, you inspect the work, get it portioned out, and that's how you get it done, man. Okay, and I love that aspect, so maybe you pay them uh, half up front, yeah. inspect the work, and then the other half afterwards or depending on discrepancies or what needs to be adjusted and i love the fact that a plan because the blueprint that you have that you take from ebay you know whoever's the expert is able to look at that plan and say okay 
all right so this okay meat is going to go the beam is going <laughs> like they can actualize it because that's what their life has been actualized toward that's what their, ex, their area of expertise and you know also being in the community they can see a young shot like you that's hungry that's ambitious and say okay all right this is building our community like this is somebody that isn't just trying to gentrification or you know come in and you know sublease and boom take the money out but you're, you're putting money into the community and making it richer and oh, the bank themselves they're saying to themselves they want to mitigate risk as much as possible so when you come to them with that blueprint with the plan they're like all right serious ambitious has a plan has a subs and everything so now where is that team in terms of like let's say phase one phase two and, and phase 10 is like you know every is, is ready to go like it's up like whatever you want to rent condo where where is it right now in like phases like has the has the ground concrete i don't know if they, that's what it's called but has it been poured like has the foundation been built yeah man so i'm about 85 percent complete man Oh, wow. Yeah, man, I, my first rental property, man. And uh, yeah, so so just like you said, man, and you need a charge, man, check you out. You got a lot of knowledge. And so, uh, yeah, man, if we're, first you, you first you have to degrass the land. And that's when you were talking about the machines and things like that. You got to degrass the land, clear it, but you got trees. Then we have to level it off, bringing in dirt, right? And then once it's leveled, we call that leveling the land. Then you can come in with the concrete foundation and that's whatever the era, the dynamics that you have for your blueprints. Once you have that guy in place, then you can go ahead and go with your plumbing. Your plumbing to be dug up as well. Like once you level it and stuff like that, the, the plumbers will come out and they'll mark where they need to mark. And then uh, you can go back with your foundation, man. And that's another team. You got your roofers, you got just your dry sheet rockers. You got your plumbers, you got your electricians, you know, you just got different phases of those guys coming in. And then uh, these guys, they come back in, the plumbers come back in to rough the plumbing into like the kitchen, rough into the commode, things like that. So, you know, we wrapped it already. So I'm about 85% complete uh, and we'll, we'll get ready to, I'm having that. So a lot of people like to have a house with a personal home, but I'm having a house with a personal home build of a rental property in a black community soon. Wow. So 85% done is it's basically here. Like it's been yeah. actualized, like so much energy and work has been put into it. Yeah. Now, what, so quote unquote rental property is this, this is a duplex, right? So, or is this it, a single family? It's a single family. This the first family. The person. Yeah. The person is single family. And now because of like the type of thought that has been put into it, it allows your presentation to be that much more greater in term and i'm pretty sure there's already people like yo as soon as it's done pin me up there like i want to move in like i got the money like so how are you thinking about in terms of uh renting it out are you thinking like okay i got a list of people that are on the wait list or maybe there's already a person that that was in talks to um like all right this person boom they're ready to go deontay as soon as this is done him and his family they moving in so what are you thinking about in terms of like that next step? So when dealing in a challenged community, I can understand now why there are always, why there are already so many section eight houses. So you never really understand it when you, you're not at the top and when you become grown. But say like for the price point that I would like in building the home, I'm gonna maximize that through government section eight, right? And so a lot of people think, oh my God, section eight, they're gonna tell your house up. No, they're not because when you work with section 8 tenants the majority of section 8 tenants that we've ever had been great they're clean 
and they know one thing they know they got to keep that technique status up or they're going to get kicked off of it so it gives the landlord leverage so don't shy away from section eight when you build a home you have a two-year maintenance warranty on that home from the builders mm. i'm gonna let that sink in and i'm gonna let that breathe a two-year maintenance warrant so that means my maintenance is going to be super low right i'm collecting the max rents that i can get and once that two-year once that two-year ride is up then i think i'm gonna sublease it or i'm gonna lease it out or lease to own now that gives our people in our community a chance to buy a home because let's just face it a lot of us don't have great credit a lot of us don't really understand money lot. so you had a lot of people get a lot of money this past year maybe you could save some of that money you save your income tax you give me three grand down I'll do you 550. Let's just say a number I'm just throwing on out there. And now you have a home that you bought and purchased. Right? Exactly. And so now we're, we're, we're increasing home ownership. We're making the neighborhood better. We're putting a quality person in the neighborhood. And then we begin to change the tide and stigma of the ghetto. Mm, wow. That's that's extremely powerful. <laughs> in, in the community that this is being built and how's the coverage like in terms of it like the press you know like the news you know because this is it's almost um groundbreaking to the aspect like you know it's fresh you know what i'm saying like this new like there's a lot of thought being put behind it in terms of like how do i build generational wealth but also service a community to help build them up help put them in better positions so, man, you know, it, it isn't really broadcast. I mean, as we're shooting this right now, man, you know, this won't come up for a while or whatever your schedule is. But, you know, we haven't called the press yet or anything. It's just like my inner circle, Lamont, Emmanuel Baker, Jeremy Taylor, Pierce Cooper. Oh, those guys, they really know what's going on and how we moving and hitting hard. So, you know, really, it's really sentimental to me. But, you know, we'll, we'll get on that aspect of it because that's more for the show. And like I said, as we begin to finish and tie this thing off, once I had that house woman, we'll try to do the press. So it'll come out of will enjoy to celebrate. Awesome. Awesome. I also feel like things like this definitely need a little bit of documentary, like having a videographer every once in a while come in and, you know, it's like maybe phase one, take it like, hey, this is the land right here. Just the idea. Boom. Phase five. Like this is where it is right now. And they can put together like a, a mini documentary that not only could be looked back on but then that's also um highlights that's also content that's also uh historical footage too as well so that that's pretty dope that's pretty dope thanks man thanks so so yeah I, I, i've kind of been the one i've taken pictures of every point of progress uh i record myself you know going through and like i said it's just unreleased man so i got it myself i'll put it out there but uh, as far as local you know we'll try to get the press out there to cover this thing just like you said man to kind of push and champion the message man because guess what one thing about me and us and my group real estate kings of the south man we promote everyone else we love us but we'll teach anybody red black white blue if you have a heart for it, man, we'll show you the way. We don't want to hoard information. We can't doubt it. You know, we want to pass it on. And that's why I appreciate guys like you getting this message out to the world and doing a great job. Definitely, man. And look, none of this is possible if you didn't take the time out of your day years ago to say, you know what? <laughs> I want to do more than this work at yeah. nine to five. You know, I, I, let me put a little bit more thought, energy, right. and a little bit more future design thinking into what I'm going to do with my life. For sure. For sure. For so, sure. This strive for success, the nonprofit organization. Talk, talk to us about that. And when I think nonprofit organization, I'm thinking 
an organization that's trying to positively impact the community. You know, sure. so talk to us about Strive for Success and what's your tr- what what is the thought behind it? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? So, man, Strive for Success is a five hundred one c three based uh, nonprofit organization in Monroe, Louisiana. I function in sports development with kids, also education. So every year we do a football camp, we do a huge book bag drive, we give away a scholarship, and we also, I mentor as well, man. So I mentor these kids, high school and college, and uh, I do resume building, uh, financial literacy, credit, all those things. Just bringing that, because one thing about us, man, you can teach a child while they're young, it's kind of harder to teach people when they become adults. So I target the children, man. You know, I I target them to kind of put them in a correct mindset as they traverse through life and make progress. Mm. What has been some of the uh, most interesting observations? Because you're dealing with kids, you're dealing with young adults, with teenagers, young adolescents. What what, what are some of the uh, interesting observations? Because I was able to talk to uh, Rob Boyd from uh, Amplify Wealth Builders, and he it was after that conversation with him it literally changed my mind about wealth in the black community and you know we're we're being slaughtered you know we're being squeezed out for every single penny that we have and also you know looking at the average uh median um income or net worth of a a black family compared to you know counterparts that are out there you know white uh red you know yellow any other race and it's kind of interesting. I mean, when we look back towards time, we can understand why, you know, it's like we were never supposed to be in the position that we are in today. But what what are some of the observations that you have from dealing with these children, the young adults and teenagers? Uh, man, it's going to be easy for me. It's, it's lack of focus. Mm. Uh, we, we are the biggest consumer waste on the planet and we have to shift our mindset. You know, so I would say for every quote unquote educated person that's out there in which education is whatever you think education is, right? Nobody determines if you're smart or dumb. Mm. Um, but it's a it's a shift. And we live in a fast society today where these kids, they don't watch the news and television or read papers anymore. They get it from the internet. Is their main source. You know, when I grew up, man, we had a stack of encyclopedias on our wall. You know, I didn't have internet. <laughs> right. And that's telling, that's telling my age, you know. And so, uh, you know, it's one of those things, man, where if I can just catch one young man or one young one, woman and spin them around, man, and have them going in a direction to even understand to play the game. See, I, I know a little bit about that too, where it's not designed for us. So yeah. why not learn the game? You got to put your pride aside and you got to play the game to get to where you want to go to. And once you understand the game, then you can begin to tweak and play the game and play at the highest level. Mm. That's dope. Um, and it is a game. It's a system. And it's, it. one thing I'm starting to understand is that it's not designed for you to win, especially if you're on the outside, not understanding how the mechanisms are moving on the inside. And to those and we're starting to see more people escape from the system we're starting to see a lot of people take advantage of the system and distributing that information on instagram and hey this is how you remove inquiries if you got student loan you want to run an audible you know hut 92 you know like this is like we're starting to see a wealth in fact 
the entrepreneurs are the new, they're starting to become the new rock stars and the new rappers of our community because a lot of people, and you know, I talked to some of my people and even some of my staff and they're like, man, like why is it that in the, the black community, everybody either wants to display ball or be a rapper. And it's like, the truth to that is that there's a lot of other people doing a lot of other things, but the spotlight isn't as heavy on them like that. The publicity, the awareness for, you know, the masses to see that. But hey, if you're playing ball, you're in front of millions and millions and millions. If you're rapping, that's automatic. You got huge, huge, huge machines behind you. But if you're a bank teller, an accountant or a CPA or you're doing... Um, structural you know engineering like it might not be <laughs> but now with instagram you're seeing these accounts with people with 50,000 10,000 7,000 150 500 and they're entrepreneurs because it's almost interesting too as well whereby there's a shift in focus whereby people are saying okay i'm seeing how they're making this plays I could do this too. And I think that's the one thing with our community is that if people don't see themselves being able to do it, they won't do it. There you go, man. You said the key. You said the key. So, so the reason that I won't leave corporate America is because I just simply want the engineering title. You know, don't get me shrewd. I'm a football champion at Gremlin State University. So I'm going to be a champion in anything that I touch. Uh, but it's one of those things, man, like you said it, these kids, they have to see an engineer. Every year I go back to speak to my high school. Every year I go back to the College of Engineering at Grambling State University and I speak. I could get the money. I could show you the way. But if I give myself to you and you're allowed to touch me, I'm real. You can see yourself doing it and you know that you can go through anything and you can get to whatever you want to be. Exactly. And looking at this country, this is the greatest opportunity, you know, and if you look at the time that we're in right now, this is the greatest transfer of wealth as well. The barrier to entry for business is at an all time low. And I think with our community, we often wonder why there are not more people championing, taking advantage, hey, take advantage of these opportunities because oftentimes it's unfortunate, but they were the ones who were taken advantage of and now they're in positions whereby you don't want to get to that state of being older and you're like damn like all this opportunity all this information and i never made anything out of it because that's one thing they don't say is when they try to get people into these credit card and these situations <laughs> and they show up to the yeah. school and the pro they don't tell you the the consequences 20 years 30 years 40 years down the line and you're right society is so fast like they'll spin your head on the block before you even know it <laughs> and you end up in a detrimental situation saying what happened yeah. but the this strive for success you know you being able to talk to them these programs that can be put in play, like these audibles that can be called, like these structures, it's so needed because especially nowadays, I feel like the kids are more open-minded than yeah. our generation or 
you know the boomer generation our parents parents generation but they just need that constant source of right information and you gotta you know kendrick lamar said this you gotta mix the candy with the medicine you know especially when you feed an outcome you know our community if you're not tap you know doing a little you know covet covet and you know like all kind of like sun people sometimes like man, i don't listen to that little <laughs> right right trying, you know it's almost like and that's the truth but you know at the end of the day it seems like there's more and more of a transformation people younger and younger becoming millionaires in our community you know people are really strategizing and designing their life and really you know like in a way that's argumentative that is is really bolstering others to say i think the quote now is like yo if you don't make it like and if you don't make something out of yourself with all this information and all the pages and all the examples and all the media out here like yo <laughs> there's there's no excuse anymore to be honest there's no excuse man uh you know i, I think you know i thank goodness for my grandmother dorothy blackwood my aunt linda rafer man they too you know when you talk about this thing you know it kind of was it was the most hard putting these different pieces in order in my life and that uh, my grandma man 92 still alive today to talk to her last night uh she owned real estate okay she didn't know how to read or write taught herself how to read or write and her daughter which was my aunt linda rafer came behind her and she worked hard she also invested in real estate and so with her investing in real estate she has 12 free and clear she has a retirement check from ups and she's drawing social security so i call it a trifecta or the golden goose and that's mm -hmm. the model that i'm kind of following but i took it a step further see manuel baker he and i work together in our investments that's our company together our parent company and we formulated a business and make no mistake about it, you know, when you hear people speak, like I keep saying, we gotta be careful when we talk about our business acumen, i.e. book rich dad, poor dad. <laughs> you can't step away. You can't step away from what you got going on and it makes money at an efficient level, staying in a green itself is not business. Okay? So break that know, break that like, down more for us. Break that down <laughs> more for us. So, you know, you hear people say quote unquote entrepreneurship, but in my mind, entrepreneur means the person that's leading off of their investment so. Okay, I'm a part-time investor. I still work a W-2 job because I'm an engineer. So I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm going into the sunset one day and setting myself up to get there. When you talk about a business, when people say I own a business, okay, because we got to remember now it's trending, yeah, right? That's right. But see, when you really do this, you got to understand the real from the fake. And see me, I could go to Utah. I could go to Cozumel, Mexico for a week, two weeks. And the money's still coming because we've set up the infrastructure and systems Emmanuel and I so that it run by itself. That's a real business when you can step away from it and it continues to make money. If you can't be without your business, if it goes down when you go down, when you stop, then you just made yourself a glorified job. That's right. And that's the truth. So the owl, and that's one thing that you just said <laughs> is so interesting because a lot of entrepreneurs and it's called working in the business versus working on the business come on now come on and you gotta have the ability to delegate you know and have structures and processes for example with my business partner the digital marketing agency that we run we have staff and the staff their job is handle the clients 
you know, make sure that certain daily standard operating protocols are being um, activated every day. And it's interesting because to completely remove yourself from the business, you have to almost duplicate yourself in your staff. And then they have to have checks and balances because the way human nature is is that if the quote unquote boss isn't there, people tend to, you know, man, I kick my feet up a little bit. Right. Like, What's popping on Instagram yeah. a little bit? Yeah. And yeah. it's a journey. But one thing that's interesting is that it has been done in this country or United States, probably compared to any other country in the world, it has been done. So being able to quote unquote like you said earlier having blueprints and pin those into play and sometimes stepping stepping back and seeing you know how are things flowing how are things working and where are the breakdowns and then based on where those breakdowns are let me go ahead and pin in procedures but it's easier said than done and a lot of people they rather just you know that work hard work hard because it's interesting and even when i'm coming to realize in business the work is mental in terms of like, especially those procedures and those protocols, like the higher level thinking of business that like that 20% of that thoughts, it can lead to 80% of the, that, that efficiency within the business. But to be able to get to a level, to be thinking on that kind of rhythm and to put that into action and then cross check, check balances, make sure people are honoring it. You know, that takes a lot of fortitude, a lot of discipline, a lot of time and having people around you that can also help um, magnify that effort. So definitely. Man, hey, you got to figure it out, man. You know, I appreciate being next to you because it's one of those things. Here's the thing. I'm, and I'm speaking to us. We now, for some reason, have turned a dive into bashing people because they don't work for themselves. You working for somebody else this and the third. Well, get this. If you're a first generation business person, how do you even know how to structure a business? Your degree didn't teach you that. They didn't teach you that in college. So how do you even know how to truly run a business if you don't go somewhere to learn how to run a business? And then not only that, when you fall in business, do you know how to get yourself back up? Do you have friends that can give you capital? Do you have friends that you can lean on? So all the things that you just mentioned is what goes into the mindset. The engineering mindset, SOPs, right? Standard operating procedures is what you had in place. That's exactly what you talked about. Systems, right? And so a real engineer, real engineers spend 90% of the time thinking and 10% execution. Mm. Okay. And That's so powerful. I need my time to think about how to structure this, this thing, this box. But then I'm gonna go get a working class person. Okay, the box cost me $20. He wants $8. But then I know when he finished putting the box back together and we carve out that little door, the box is gonna be worth $60. So I'll get my money back. And it's that simple, but if you've never, and if you say to yourself, I'm the first one to graduate, I'm the first one to have a degree, I'm the first one to have a certification, whatever it is, the first in your family, you have to be a continuous learner for life. Big time. You have to be moldable. You have to be coachable. You cannot get so arrogant and thinking, but because I have two degrees, three degrees, I got many certifications. I'm an engineer. I can't learn anything from someone. No, I call myself Derek Ford. I am always the least intelligent person on any endeavor that I'm in. 
I pick up a red phone and call somebody who knows, okay? And then I put that together. So that's how I kind of look at myself for life. That, and that's powerful because, you know, one thing in our community is this energy of not learning. You know, it's cool to be ignorant. And if you look 10, 15 years ago and you didn't see us re reading books and it wasn't cool to be nerdy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, can you pick up the ball? Yo, can you shoot? Yo, you know, can you dribble? Like, that was where it was at. And now there's this massive transformation. And I'm pretty sure within the next five, 10 years, anybody within the black community that you go have a conversation with, they're going to be talking about, do you have assets? You know, what kind of business are you running? Like, yo, how many multiple streams of income do you have? Like, because you cannot be in a country such of a such as america that is quote unquote the richest country in the world the most of like we see foreigners come to this country with nothing within their generation two generations they own hotels they own 7-elevens they own franchises they own real estate they own businesses and the people uh black african-americans that's been here are still working and you're right the nine to five there has been this bashing of people in nine to five especially by entrepreneurs that are at the top of the game medium of the game because it's almost cool to bash people with nine to fives but there's so much i think you have to go into oh there was a quote that said <laughs> it said that instead of thinking as a nine there was a there's a popular quote like oh a nine to five what they pay you there is what they pay you to kill your dreams but <laughs> instead the guy flipped it he was like your nine to five or your salary is what they pay you to mastermind or to build your own business on the side so i think it's the mindset going into the nine to five like how do you have a entrepreneurship based mindset to say okay when i get out of work this is my side hustle or the amount of money i'm making from here i'm going to split a certain percentage of it and use it to fund this side hustle so a lot of people they don't have that type of mindset but then they jump immediately or i gotta quit my nine five and start my side hustle right now and then they get they get mashed up because being an entrepreneur means taking punches in your face every day uh my, my question to you is when, when you like finances, right? Because that's one thing that's so key in this country that we live in. It li It is the greatest motivator for why anybody does anything in this country. So when you when you think about finances and the structuring of finances, what, what are your thoughts, especially like more specifically for, you know, a lot of the um, black demographics? Okay, so there's a misnomer about money in our community first of all man i just got off the phone with one of my best guys cornelius walker and i was talking to him about man we got to learn money first yep. you have to learn money before you can begin to play any game you understand me and like it is we want to skip over so many things in our community we want the ferraris right now we want the bentleys right now well you ain't gonna hear me tell you not to go get it go get it but I bought 10 houses before I bought my Cuban link. You mm. understand me? I had 12 houses before I bought my double chains. And so I already owned the house before I got into real estate. So it's really about prioritization. 
And so let's speak about finances. Well, first you have to understand how money works with credit when you don't have money. Mm. Then you have to understand saving habits. Now, real millionaires do not have a lot of money saved because the money continues and flows in and flows out. And so what I want you to kind of think of money as when you talk about multimillionaire people is you think of a tide water on a beach. It goes out and then it comes back in bigger. It goes out bigger and then it comes back in even bigger. So money is in constant rotation. Call it the infinity of cash flow. Shout out to Robert Kiyosaki. And so that's reading more book and book knowledge. We don't hold at this. So you want to get six months of leverage of your lifestyle? Because you have to be disciplined. Just like when you work out and you want to lean up, you want to look good for your Instagram videos, you got to do the same thing for your bank account. And so I have multiple bank accounts. I got a brain trust bank account, which feed multiple small bank accounts. But that's my small system. And then I move a portion over, you know, okay, into real estate. And real estate washes my money. But let's go even further. We got precious metals. We buy silver bars and, and gold bars and mail and I just in case the crash of the dollar comes. See, we're not just knowledgeable in one arena. See, this thing all blows up. We got to know how to farm. And it goes back to precious metals, the border system and trading. Right. And so I just we just had a call, man, a free call with some of our college students. Shout out to Tut. Uh, he was a high school student, man, coming over from Strive for Success. and got taught how to buy portions of Bitcoin. So this kid is 17 years old learning how to buy Bitcoin. I was nowhere near that, you know? And so, you know, diversifying your money, protecting yourself and walking forward. But that's me learning from another guy. I, I had no idea you could do that. So I was like, hey, man, let's jump on a Zoom call. But hey, I got 20 others that's coming with me. Is that okay? And so, you know, I paid for the Zoom space and we got on and we, we so it, it's about expanding our knowledge, man. We had to be okay with delayed gratification. I got to talk about that because yeah, we have a real estate company that's flourishing. We're about to deal away from being worth a mill. The money already worth a mill. And so, you know, the money, we didn't make money like that for about three years, man. Delayed gratification. So it's okay. You just got to stick in the mud and keep going, keep fighting. Like you said, you're going to get punched in the face. I got punched in the face with my first deal. But now that's one of my best deals ever. Mm, mm. Talk to us about the the Owl Investment Group. Is that the uh, group that you and Emmanuel Baker put together? Yeah, so Owl Investment is, shout out to Morrow, Louisiana. Owl Street is where we grew up on. Uh, the great uh, <clears throat> Mr. Handy, who owned the Handy Barbershop in the community, man. Uh, he was a great pillar. He was one of the first entrepreneurs they've seen as well. Uh, and so we're from that street. So we formulated Owl Street our investment group to suffice as our front face of our company man so we we've done about 30 doors uh like i said we've been there for about three years and we're set up and we just uh recorded our biggest deal today the five package deal so my cousin and i are moving to hitting hard man and i, I call him a, a young mj you know uh, you know he's young and you guys get a taste of him shout out to team you'll get him on but man he's hitting hard uh and so yeah man we got our group and we're going forward now nah, and that's what we need to see those transformations led by people that look just like us because if not people that there, there, there was a comedian what's his name uh Danell rollins that used to uh, do this uh chappelle show yeah and, and he said this one joke he was like you know in the black community there's always like, excuses why you shouldn't put your best foot forward and he was like the dude was smoking a uh, cigar on the on the block or something like that. He was smoking an L, and it was like, "Come on, man! Why won't you get your stuff together, man? Like, why won't you get yourself together?" And he was like, "Come on, man! 
we ain't never gonna have no black doctors. Boom, we have black doctors. Yeah. It came back, he was like, man, you know what we ain't never gonna have, man? We ain't never gonna have no black astronauts. Boom, we got black astronauts. He said, you know what we ain't never, 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 never ever gonna have, he said we ain't gonna have no black presidents. Boom, Barack Obama came, he dropped his cigar, he put it out, he was like, man, I gotta get my life together, and he bounced. <laughs> so, we're seeing that in the community too as well, whereby people are just saying to themselves, like, there's so much black excellence that is being shown and it, it's i love what i'm seeing the creativity just bursting out the seams you know people that and not just entertainers because stereotypically that has always been kind of like the mode like oh entertainer boom rapper boom ball player because they said it they said the black man if he's not tap dancing or catching something or throwing something you won't see him he's not gonna be making no money but now you know there's a um he's in houston texas what's his name investor ball head um but he's like seriously tearing up and the real estate too as well game when you think about your brothers like the emmanuel bakers or the lamar woods what what are like five years from now what are some of the things that you see in terms of how you guys are able to impact society and your communities man well you know one thing that we want to do is put the most high first and create group dynamics man you know we've been so broken we talk about slavery coming from 450 years past man we never learned how to work with each other mm. you know that's why we kill each other that's why we bring harm to each other but when we get to a point man that we understand that it's not about the violence between us but about us teaming up to go out and dominate this system that wasn't created for us, I think that'll be the unkey and unlocking of our mind. So when you talk about us, man, just more love, more money, more wealth. I'm not gonna lie about it. You know, putting up buildings, man, we wanna create a structure that's gonna live on without us, man. We already structured this company, cause I got a company called Magnolia Johnson Estates outside of our investments as well. We're already grafting our company and trajectory of when we pass on what does that look like for our kids for our nephews what does that look like we're already there we're already rich we're on a generational wealth part right exactly and so we want to create something that'll live on past us and i'm gonna be the springboard for the johnson name of my family i took all the loans i took all the hits so hopefully my grandkids i'll be the bank they won't need a bank i had to use a bank to go to college but then they come to me and i can write the check to send them to college so that's where we're at and, and that's beautiful because to, to see that within a family structure, that automatically tells that the youngin like, yo, I got to step my game up. Like you grew up in a family and we see it all the time whereby maybe single mom, dad wasn't there. He ends up in prison or it's like, man, nobody ever showed me nothing. And this is how it's always yeah. been. Or we see those few ones that even though dad wasn't there, they pull it together they make something incredible out of themselves but why are we letting the odds fall like that instead why don't we set it up so that the odds are nah this is amazing like i can't believe like this is where i'm you know what let's let's take this to the next level because when you see our counterparts white you know asian or red what indian yep. their kids come in and that's the reason why you have new life that's the reason why god allows a lot of this to continue because you know 
He wants you to be productive, to dominate, yeah. to multiply, yeah. to bring forth the yeah. fruit, you know, which yeah. is the talent that he's implanted within us. Yeah. So your parents harvested, put together these structures, did what they can, take that, and it's like the alley hoop, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, <laughs> you go ahead and you know, <laughs> take that to the next Absolutely. level. Absolutely. And, and look at technology, you know, look at the evolution of things that used to cost ten thousand dollars now cost a hundred dollars to do the same thing so it's possible but it comes down to mindset if your mind isn't structured in a certain way you're not going to see the opportunity you won't know how to take advantage of the opportunity and you won't know what to build most most definitely man uh picking back off that like i said that's what that's why i alluded to first generation business you know, no one told us that. Shout out to YouTube and a platform that they created, man. We thought we went to YouTube University. The Jake Morris and the big business, all these guys, man, we went straight to YouTube. We checked those guys out. And now you, you know, you're pushing this this narrative and conversation forward. And like I said, once you start gaining people like yourself to push a positive narrative in the universe about us, hey black man, hey black woman, Definitely. you could do this too. And then we drive it forward, man. So we all gotta play our small part. Uh, I had a mentor man once that told me, you can't boil an ocean. Mm. So you do your part. And that's what we do with Strive for Success, Magnolia Johnson State, Taylor Woods, Taylor, Taylor Family Properties, Pratika States. We just drive the narrative forward, man, and do what we can. Exactly, exactly. Because there's so many smart, intelligent, creative, productive black men and black women. And I was asking, uh, one member, I was like, man, so, you know, when you think of black people, you know, what, what, do you, like, what do you normally think? He's like, yeah, man, you know, black men, usually they're not too smart and, you know, they usually broke and, yeah. and that's the truth. Yeah. And it, it is. And you yeah. think about that's the stereotype that a lot of the counterparts project, because yeah. we also got to realize that when thoughts are extremely powerful, so whenever somebody thinks something is something that thing usually conforms to it because any thoughts are energy everything is energy as a man thinketh, so so is he come on and come on <laughs> we also gotta be it's the truth you know we also gotta be able to have a certain energy so that stereotypes no longer apply to us but that's a collective that's a group collective it should be you that go. you know when people think of black they're like man those people are creative they're extremely rich you know they're powerful they affect everything they come across in a positive manner but to get to that point <laughs> you know you're gonna have to have that yeah 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 a lot of healing a lot of healing, man. And I'm going to speak this through the misnomer of having a therapist, man. I've been in therapy since I was 23 years old. And uh, it's one of the things, like you said, everything starts in the mind and then it's manifested. You know, but to, to even vibrate on that level is something different. Uh, we have to look in the mirror and see success. We have to look at them in the mirror and love ourselves first. And so then with those things and building blocks being in place and not walking around so angry, man. You know, and like you said, our counterparts outside, they, they view us in a different way. So we just got to take care of ourselves eternally, man, and we'll be right where we need to be. You know, and you let those things immerse themselves and spread themselves into business and you will go to another level because I guarantee you this. Anything that you want to do, i.e. real estate, stocks, 
whatever you want to be into there's somebody out there that teach you free mm. definitely so as we start to wrap up you know one thing i've heard you say over and over again my mentor my mentor said this my i remember a quote from keep talk to us about the the power of a mentor and what it means and what it meant to you in your life so i think that being a black man a lot of us are afraid to be submissive and i'm not afraid to be submissive i'm not afraid to be the most unintelligent one in the room because it's gonna lead me to better situations the first mentor i had in florida shout out to daryl butler and coach johnson out there coaching track in florida those guys showed me what a black man i was supposed to look like and i brought that information back to lamont i told him and i've never seen a black man stand gay community before i'm from louisiana i've never seen that before i've never seen a black man with a pool in his house with buck serving other guests mm. and just me being in the room just being around him shifted my mind right and so it's one of those things man where it's like having a mentor i'll always have a mentor for anything but i can be mentored by like i said this 17 year old kid took you know, he's ready to go to college, get ready to change his life. I'm gonna learn something from him. I'll learn something from me. You know, Emmanuel challenges my mind, brings in fresh concepts. And so here's the thing. I can teach you everything and anything. It doesn't mean you're gonna execute like me or I'll execute. But I've empowered you and now you help me. I help you. And guess what? If that bond breaks, it doesn't matter because now we're still two up, right? And so I've had many mentors for everything that I've tried to accomplish and anything that I've tried to do. So having a mentor, having someone that you can lean on as a brain trust, like I said, once again, it's most powerful. And I think it's more powerful than money. I don't want money from you. Tell me how to get it. Mm. Yep. Give a man a fish. He can eat for the day. Teach a man how to fish. He's going to be able to eat for his entire life. That's it. Okay. All right. I mean, the floor is open. You know, this is it right here. Is there anything you want to let the people know? How can they get in contact with you? You know, people that, you know, want to learn a little bit more or people that maybe want to get in contact with you. Maybe they got some business ideas or they want to do business. Uh, let the people know how to reach out to you. Of course, I'm going to leave all the links in the YouTube and the description of uh, the podcast. Um, yeah, the, the floor is yours. Uh, man, well, I would like to say, man, thank you for your time, energy, and effort, man. It is a blessing and an honor to be on your platform, man, and just giving us a shot and giving us a chance to get that narrative out there, man. Uh, I can be reached on Instagram. I'm on Instagram, heavy D underscore Johnson59. Uh, you can also hit our account, which is at Owl Investment uh, Group. Uh, it's that Owl Investments on IG as well. And uh, my phone number as well is 318. 348 And like I said, man, we not hard to find. You know, you'll catch me on Instagram posting. You know, we don't have a hundred thousand followers. We don't got a million followers, but we doing what we can every day, day in and day out for free. You know, we understand that by helping others, man, we'll get blessed in the end as well. And uh that's that's what we're here to do, man. You know, we're here to pass Twitch. Shout out to Tyree Hollis and our community making a difference, man. He's going up and going crazy. Uh coach uh boatner you know i know guys so i appreciate everybody i'm my uncle man my uncle huh, mr butler man he's crazy but uh he keeps me on track man so i appreciate you and ashley as well for being our lawyer as well so yeah man thank you guys thank all you guys rokia as well definitely man now i'm loving the energy man <laughs> the, the 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 faith too as well because so yeah. much of our life is about faith mm -hmm. you know seeing what cannot be seen yet 
Yeah. All right. My masterminders. <laughs> heard from the man himself, Derek Johnson. Land developer, mind developer, man. Mind <laughs> development, mind development, spiritual development. Like, yo, yeah. be submissive. Open yourself up to knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Learn, 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 learn. Apply, execute, strive for success. The nonprofit organization. If you're interested in more, reach out to D Johnson, man. Let him bring you in on game understand real estate too as well so now nah, definitely man we appreciate you coming on here today hey man i appreciate you thank you for the platform and opportunity anytime anytime until next time my masterminders hey i appreciate you for listening to the mastermind your life podcast again don't forget to follow me on instagram t-o-l-u dot o-w-o-y-e-m-i and blow up my inbox man i need to hear your suggestions feedback people i need to interview next topics i need to cover again i appreciate all y'all and while you're at it you might as well go to apple and drop that review let's get it Rah.